year is 1977, and the British rocket program launches its first probe into very deep space. Caught in a freak wormhole, the ship and its lone space astronaut pilot, Captain Richard Dick Dixon, are sent spiraling through 100 years of time to return to Earth in the 21st century. You're going to have to talk me through it, Dick. I've never done anything like this before. It's really simple, Gina. All you have to do is grip the shaft with your fingers. Right, I see. But not too tight. You want to have a nice, smooth action as you move your hand back and forth, so... Nice, smooth action. I get it. Now just focus on where you want it to land. You don't want BG to get it in the face. Yeah, you be careful what you're pointing at, Finn. Okay, I think I've got it. Then just relax and do what comes naturally. <sighs> Treble 20! Is that good? That's pretty much the highest score, yes. Can I try again? <sighs> Treble 20! Oh, I'm enjoying this. What's it called? It's an old Earth game called Darts. Darts. Right. <clears throat> 180! Yes, thank you, BG. That's maximum possible score, isn't it? Beginner's luck! <laughs> you forget, Dick. I graduated the Space Academy with distinction in precision targeting and passed my flying colors with flying colors. I'm a fully qualified space pilot as well as a woman. <laughs> as we used to say in my time, not just a pretty face. Oh, Dick. Good set of buns, too. BG, BG. BG! It's not my fault, Colonel Summer. I'm three foot high. They're right in my eyeline, baby. Even so, it's not appropriate. Yes, sir? Ah, Dick. Is Colonel Summer with you? Here, Admiral. Could you both report to Landing Bay 1? A visitor has just arrived. And I'd like you to form quite a welcoming committee. Uh, but, Admiral, what about the... And that's an order. Yes, Admiral. We'd better do as he says. Until the new Earth defense system is ready for testing, we are just sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Twiddling our thumbs, Dick? It's an old Earth expression. It means to sit around, twiddling your thumbs. After you, Gina. I'll go second. Droids have you. No, you two gentlemen can walk in front where I can see you. I'll bring up the rear. Ah, Admiral Adams. I see you have formed quite the welcoming committee. Dr. Kiskis, allow me to introduce Captain Richard Dixon. Hi. The astronaut from the 20th century. And Colonel Summer. How delightful to see you again. You are previously acquainted? Yes, Admiral. Uh, Dr. Kiskis was a friend of my parents back on the planet Shalimar before they were brutally massacred by the Arcadians. And may I say, you are even more beautiful now than you were then. I must confess, I was quite taken with you. Hang on. Wasn't the attack on the planet Shalimar ten years ago? Don't go there, Dick! And Colonel Summer is 23 now? Don't go! So she would have been, what, 13? Don't blame me. I told her not to go there. He went there. Dr. Kiskis, I'm afraid to say I thought you had also died in the attack. No. As you can see, I escaped with my life. 
and looking at that little girl I once knew all grown up, I'm very glad I did. Anyway, Dr. Kiskis is now one of the galaxy's foremost expert scientists on artificial intelligence. One of the foremost expert scientists? Hmm. Yes. I'm currently engaged in research at the Institute of Advanced Advancement on Prophet 5. Which is the reason why the Doctor has come to visit us here on Earth. Yes. I'm intrigued by this shiny fellow here. What are you looking at me for, Kiskis? Because you, my little friend are one of the most sophisticated robotic intelligences known to man. A unique opportunity for scientific study. As far as we know, he's the last of his kind. There are no others like him at all anywhere. Yeah, though I think I might have a long-lost identical twin who is evil. I'm just putting it out there just in case we need to pick it up later. Ah, that's Professor Disco. He says he's ready to test the new Earth defense system. Oh. You're installing a new defense system? Yes, but it's top secret. In fact, I shouldn't have told you that. In fact, I shouldn't have told you that I shouldn't have told you that. A pity. It sounds quite fascinating. So, if you will excuse us, BG, you'll submit yourself to the doctor for examination. And that's an order. Gina, go with him. Give you and the doctor a chance to become reacquainted. Thank you, sir. Don't worry. I'll take very good care of your metal friend. I don't like it. That's one of those phrases that can have a sinister double meaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BG. What are you all laughing for? It wasn't that funny. Monitoring sector vectors, Echo Lima Oscar. All sector vectors registering normal, Professor. Oh, good, good. Uh, keep vectoring, everyone. Oh, Admiral! Admiral Dan, yes. And and Mr. Dick. There you are. Come in, come in. You said you were ready to test the new Earth defense system. I did? Oh, yes, I did. A, a new defense system which I devised with the help of the silver midget fellow. Where is he? Oh, BG is currently undergoing scientific examination. Oh, well, never mind. I suppose I'd better crack on with telling you about this thing I've invented. Uh, if you could, Professor. Well, as you know, we all live beneath protective domes. Well, the principle is to extend the same principle upwards to cover the whole Earth, rather than the place we are now. I forget what it's called. Earth City One. Oh, yes, that's it. Imaginative. Uh, but uh, this protective dome is made of pure energy? What? Oh, yes, I was supposed to say that. Uh, yes, it's composed of energy, pure energy, ah. which will stop any spaceships that try to get through it that we don't want to get through it. You mean it's some kind of force field of some kind? A defensive barrier to keep us safe from attacks from the Arcadians. Yes, keep those nasty, slit-eyed robot buggers out. <laughs> it sounds great. So uh, what do you need my help for? Um... Uh, Mr. Australia, if you could explain this bit. Or Lieutenant Aussie. Oh, yes. Uh, Lieutenant Aussie. Well, Captain Admiral, the energy shield consists of a wall of energised electromagnetism. Any ship or missile fired at it will be destroyed the moment it impacts the wall. Shield. Uh, Lieutenant Fox, if you could explain the next bit. 
but we also need to create an opening large enough for our ships to enter and leave. Right, like a door. I said we should call it a door, a space door. So, we will be able to control which ships pass through this energy portal, as you call it. That is the idea, Admiral. And let me guess, you want me to give it a try? Oh, hole in one. <laughs> All you have to do is fly a spaceship through the space door, as I call it, to check that it works. But if it doesn't, my ship will be instantly destroyed? Yes, but nothing can possibly go wrong. Let me assure you, nothing at all can go wrong. Absolutely nothing can go wrong. It'll be fine. <laughs> Unless something does go wrong, which it won't, because nothing can possibly go wrong. Well, you've convinced me, Professor. I'll head off to the launch bay now. Thanks, Dick. Oh, and Dick? Yes? Good luck. Thanks. Don't be nervous, Beachy. Dr. Kiss Kiss is an old friend. Yeah, with the emphasis on old, even his wrinkles have wrinkles. Who knows, Gina? I was hoping we might re-resume our friendship. I still think of you as that young girl, so innocent in the ways of the world. Oh no, he's going there again. That young and innocent girl is now a fully qualified woman, Doctor. What do you mean? She means the thought of you with your shirt off is disgusting. She doesn't want to see your man boobs flapping around the place like a pair of beagle's ears. Doctor, I think you should know I have feelings for someone else. For Captain Dixon. What sort of feelings? Are we talking delight? Anger? Mild depression? What? Strong, hot, moist feelings. And does Dixon have similar feelings for you? I... I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. Sounds to me like you don't know. That you're not sure. Can we talk about something else, please? Yeah, I am still in this scene, you know. All done. Of course, to truly understand the droid's brain, I would need to conduct a more in-depth examination back at the Institute. I'm afraid Beachy is currently required for essential projects here on Earth. What sort of essential projects, may I ask? I'm afraid that is top secret. Top secret? Like the new Earth defense system? Yes, exactly. Top secret like that. Control to Dick. Ready to launch? Ready to launch. Then you're ready to launch. Launching. Ship now proceeding through launch bay. Ship now a quarter of the way out of launch bay. Ship now halfway out of launch bay. Ship three quarters out of launch bay. Ship seven eighths out of launch bay. <laughs> Long things, aren't they, these launch bays? Ship now ascending to upper atmosphere. Now entering the energy portal. It's gonna be a tight squeeze. What's happening? Some kind of freak gust of solar wind of some kind. Admiral, the energy portal is collapsing. What? She means the door. The space door is closing. Dick, pull out. Withdraw. Withdraw. I can't. My only chance is to go all the way. Maximum thrust. He's in deadly peril. One false move and he's dead. Dick! Yes, Admiral? Whatever you do, don't make one false move. 
Thanks, Admiral. What's happening? There's no time to explain! I can see from the sensors that the energy shield is closing just as Dick is trying to pass through it. Is that right? Yes, yes, it is, yes! But it's too late! There's nothing we can do! I feel so useless! Why don't you just deactivate the energy barrier? Of course! Lieutenant Fox? I can't do it, sir! Shield! Deactivated! But did Dick make it? Just? Incoming communication. I made it. Just. I say, that was all very exciting, wasn't it? Dick, how's your ship? A few friction burns to the waste disposal chute, but otherwise intact. And how are you? Oh, a few friction burns to the waste disposal chute, but otherwise intact. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear it. As are we all. Well done, Dick. Come back down to Earth. You've earned yourself a very stiff drink. Line them up at the bar, Admiral. Over and out. Lieutenant Fox, I want a thorough survey into what went wrong. Yes, sir. A thorough survey, mind you. Not some sort of slapdash messing about survey. I understand, Admiral. Very good. Then we'll leave you to it. Commencing thorough diagnostic survey. Time remaining, one hour. Two hours. How can it go up? Admiral, did you forget something? You? What are you doing here? Do you remember that time? When your parents were out, there was that power Doctor, cut. Captain, I'm not interrupting anything. Well, as a matter Am of... I? As a matter of fact, you are Captain Dixon. Why not join us? I'm sure Dr. Kiss-Kiss wouldn't mind. Actually, I have urgent matters to attend to, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to attend to them urgently. Good night, Dick. Gina. Sorry about that. You seem to be having quite the heart-to-heart. Uh, don't be ridiculous. We were just catching up on old times. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more. It looked like you were more than catching up on old times. It looked like you were overtaking on new times. Dick! Anyone would think you were jealous. Jealous? Me? Just because a guy dresses well and knows how to strut his stuff on the dance floor, you assume he's gay. And even if I was, I could do a lot better than an old bloke like him. No, not jealous of me. Jealous of Dr. Kiss-Kiss. Jealous of Dr. Kiss-Kiss? Going out on a date with me. Ah, so it was a date then? No. No, it wasn't. Or was it? Sounds to me like you're confused. No, it's just complicated. Oh, too complicated for me to understand. Yes, probably, but that's setting the bar very low. Hello? Yes? I'll be on my way. What is it? Something's happened to BG. <gasps> BG? Yes, you know, the little silver robot who makes wisecracks. He's been attacked. We found him in the control room in this battered state, as though he had been punched very hard in the face. And we don't have any idea what can have caused it? Oh no, we know exactly what exactly caused it. Lieutenant Fox punched him very hard in the face. But why? 
Lieutenant Fox isn't usually violent without a good reason. It seems that while she was on observation duty, PG entered and started dry-humping her leg. What? But that's impossible. Maybe, but just because something is impossible doesn't mean it can't have happened. So what are we going to do with the little fella? I'm afraid, under authority rules, there's only one thing that can be done. PG must be prosecuted for sexual harassment. I can't believe that you have agreed to be BG's advocate in court. It's almost as if you are defending him. No, it's just that I sympathize with him. Sometimes it's hard to know how to act in the 21st century. It was all very different back in your time, I expect, back in the 1970s. What did you do then to let a woman know you liked her? Well, first I'd compliment her on her appearance. You'd do what? What's wrong with that? It's objectifying them visually. What if a woman commented on your attributes? How would you feel about it? I'd be flattered. I've put a lot of work into my glutes. I mean, take a good look. This is what I can do with the left one. Oh. I can do it with the right one, too. Oh, Dick. <laughs> so, after you'd complimented a woman on her appearance, I suppose the next thing you'd do would be to drag her back to your cave and submit her to all sorts of primitive and degrading acts. No. No? No. Maybe we'd catch a movie, or have a candlelit meal in a restaurant with some fine wine. And then you'd drag her back to your cave and rip off her clothes in a frenzy of lust. No, I'd invite her back to my place. Dim the lights, stick on a Barry White LP, and let one thing lead to another. How barbaric. You really are a relic of a bygone age. As Admiral, it is my unhappy duty to oversee this case. And my happy duty to wear the wig of justice. Dr. Kiskis, I understand you will be conducting the prosecution. Yes, sir. It is my advisement, sir, that if the defendant is found guilty, I be allowed to transfer him to the Institute of Advanced Advancement for reprogramming. He wants to have a go at my positronics. Don't let him fiddle with my brains, Dick. Silence in court. Always wanted to say that. And Captain Dixon will be speaking for the defense. I will endeavor so to do, sir. Right. Yes. Uh, Robot BG. You hereby stand accused of breaking the first law of robotic decency. To wit, no robot shall cause offence to a human, or allow, through inaction, offence to be taken. How do you plead? Not guilty, you big sweaty bum face. Uh, off to a great start. Okay, let's kick off with the prosecution. Dr. Kiskis? Computer, read back the last statement made by the defendant. BG described the Admiral as a big sweaty bum face. The case rests. Yes, well, that seems pretty conclusive. Captain Dixon, do you have anything to say? I do, sir. Because I think we are missing one fundamental point in this case. We are? Which is? That BG is a robot. An artificial life form. A droid. A machine consisting of circuits and transistors with a computer mind programmed to follow instructions. Therefore, I put it to you that BG has no free will of his own, and therefore can't be guilty of anything. Hey, that's good. Yeah, I know. 
I'm sorry. Are you saying that it can't be BG's fault because somebody else made him do it? Exactly. He has no choice. He cannot think for himself. He can only follow instructions. So the guilty party is whoever programmed him? If anyone is, yes. But BG's creator is long since dead. Actually, I think he might still be alive and in hiding and played by the same guy who does my voice. Just putting that out there. Might it not be the case that BG has been influenced by someone closer to home, such as Captain Dixon himself, with his 20th century attitudes? You mean Dick's been setting a bad example? He is, after all, from a time when such conduct was considered acceptable. But that's just Dick's point. Colonel! If BG is behaving badly because of Dick's influence, then BG can't be blamed for that either. So we should be prosecuting Dick instead? Yes. No. Because he can't be blamed for having been brought up in the 20th century. You can't stick Dick in the dock. No, Dr. Kiskis is right. I think BG has been influenced by an outside party, but not by me. You see, while you were talking about stuff I wasn't really paying attention to, I just received a message from Professor Disco. Professor Disco? Yes, you know him. He's the head of science here on Earth. You've met him loads of times. What did he have to say in his message, Dick? Better, I think, that he tells you himself. I thought you ought to know I found out something terribly interesting. You see, I was just checking the sector vectors when I noticed a... What was it? Oh, yes, a control signal on the same frequency as BG's brain, designed to override his tank circuits and make him say and do naughty things. You mean somebody has been remotely controlling BG by remote control? Exactly, my dear, yes. And I've traced the source of the signal, and it's coming from the room you are all in. <laughs> to be precise, from where Dr. Kiskis is standing right now. Dr. Kiskis! All right, everyone. Don't make any sudden moves. Oh, what? You'll shoot us? Yes, that's the general idea. I had hoped to take possession of BG without having to resort to violence, but it seems... You have left me with no alternative or other choice. But why? What do you want BG for? Isn't it obvious? BG helped design Earth's new defense system. So his brain contains all the secret information anyone would need to deactivate it and invade the Earth. Well done, Admiral. I see you are capable of putting two and two together. Four. Didn't even have to do any writing down. But... But that would mean that Dr. Kiskis is working for one of Earth's enemies? Of course, my dear. How do you think I survived the attack on Shalimar where your parents died? By surrendering to the Arcadians and becoming one of their agents. You mean you've been secretly working for them all along? Yes, I thought I had just explained that. Suddenly it all makes a terrible kind of sense. And now... You will remain still while I take this metal miscreant off your hands. Hey, where me go? You forget. What can be controlled can also be discontrolled. Discontrolled is an evil. BG. Right, that does it. I warned you, Captain. Now, 
If you will excuse me, I have an appointment with the Arcadian leader to keep, and he doesn't like to be kept waiting. <laughs> Dick! Is he dead? I'm sorry. There's no way he could have survived a direct blast at that range. Uh, uh, if the gun had been set to kill, which it wasn't... Uh, what happened? What is this place? Oh, yes. BG! Kidnapped by Kiss Kiss! I think he's heading to the launch bay. Then there's no time to lose. Come on! Oh, and... Dick? Yes? Good luck. Thanks. Come on, Dick. He must be ahead of us. Yes. He moves surprisingly fast for an old man carrying a nine-stone robot. Yes, Professor? What is it? Oh, um, bad news, I'm afraid. Dr. Kiskis' spaceship has just taken off. That's it, BG. Enjoy your unconsciousness. With the information in your brain, I can override the Earth's defenses. Next stop, planet Arcadia. Captain Dixon, ready to launch. Colonel Summer, ready to launch. Ships now proceeding through launch bay. Ships now a quarter of the way out of launch bay. Ah, Admiral. You're just in time for the good news. They've caught Dr. Kiskis? No, he's getting away. The good news is you're just in time to see Captain Dixon and Colonel Summer flying after him. Oh, off they go. Whoosh! <laughs> what about the energy shield or wall? Can we activate it? I'm afraid not, Admiral. He must have found some way of overriding it. It's too late. There's nothing we can do. I feel so useless. There he is. Heading towards where the energy barrier would be if it was switched on. Admiral, sensors detect three other ships on an incoming sector vector. Arcadians. No doubt to provide Kiss Kiss with an escort. Watch out, Gina. They're heading your way. I can't see them. This cloud is too thick. Think of the dartboard, Gina. Double nine. Fire one. Bang on target. Second ship. Double top. Fire two. Double 20. Third one right in the middle of the board. Fire three. Bullseye. Now for Kiss Kiss's ship. We can't shoot him, Dick. Not without destroying BG2. Ah, I think your friends have realized they can't shoot me without destroying you, too. Oh, they do shoot. You're a dirty old pervert, and the universe is better off without you. But I didn't order you to say that. No, turns out I have free will after all. I'm getting out of here, you bonkin. Ejector pod activated. What? See ya, Sensors detect escape pod has been launched. Any life signs? Negative. BG! You're all right! More than that, without me, Kiss Kiss can't override Earth's defense systems. Admiral, the energy barrier's reactivating. Oh, you mean that thing that frazzles you if you get too close? And Kiss Kiss is heading straight for it. It's too late. He's too close. He can't pull out. See you in hell, Dick Dixon! <laughs> 
No, you won't, Dr. Kiss Kiss, because I have no intention of going there. And anyway, it doesn't actually exist. It's not a real place. It's made up. He can't hear you, Dick. He's dead. Well, as the old saying goes from your time, Dick, all's well that ends well. A bit before my time, Professor. Oh, really? We lost all our history during the nuclear war, you know. Right buggering nuisance. <laughs> Gina, how are you? I realize it must be upsetting for you, having your childhood sweetheart killed. Yes, it was distressing, but I'm completely over it. Mmm, this cocktail is delicious. Ah, that's good to hear. Everything back to normal. Including BG, I hope. Yes, I must apologize for my previous behavior. It's all right, BG. We know it wasn't your fault. You were being controlled by Kiss Kiss all along. Thanks, Dick. My tech circuits are now fully back online. Oh, a Colonel Summer? Yes. Oh! Nice buns! Oh, BG. BG, BG, BG! You have been hearing Kieran Hodgson as Dick, Alison June-Smith as Gina, Terry Malloy as Professor Disco, Dan Starkey as BG and the Admiral, Jez Fielder as Ozzy, Suze Kempner as Fox, and Toby Haydock as Dr. Kiss Kiss. Recording and sound design were by David Darlington, and the theme music was by Daryl McLean. It was directed by Toby Haydock and written and produced by Jonathan Morris. For details on how to pre-order future episodes, visit www.averageromp.com. This was an Average Romp production.